Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.mayping.com. This is Mayping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Grow Your Career Online and Offline podcast. Um, I'm Mei Ping, and if you are listening to this episode on the official release date, you might be wondering, Mei Ping, how come you're releasing this episode on a Friday, but normally your episodes come out on Thursdays? So there's actually a very special reason for that, and that is because today is the 1st of October. It is the last quarter of this year, the last 90 days of this year, and um, I'm a huge believer of um, setting goals for every quarter. And I think more importantly, right, slowing down just a little bit to reflect on the achievements that you have or rather the things that you have done for the past 90 days and really re-strategize and decide where to move forward. If there's some things that you need to reset, this is the perfect time. If there's some things that you need to tweak, again, perfect time. If there's something that you really want to achieve and really go for just to end the year with a bang, whatever that, whatever you define that is, then again, this is the perfect time. So normally with my clients, I always tell them that um, we need to do a quarterly, if not half yearly review, just to see where they are um, and to make sure that they don't get lost and rather um, they don't get, they don't detour you know, along their journey towards their career goals. So that's why I decided to um, actually release this episode today, which is Friday, 1st of October, 2021, uh, just for a bit of a motivation or rather um, inspiration for you to reflect, reset, and re-strategize where do you want to be. So what do you actually want to achieve by this year end? How are you going to plan that out? Because we only have three more months to go. So if you feel like for the whole year, you didn't really achieve much, then um, this is the perfect time to actually reflect on what happened, right? What happened? Were you too enthusiastic about the bigger goal, but you didn't actually have like a, a tangible or a step-by-step rather action plan that can get you there? And that, that is actually quite common to a lot of people. I speak to like hundreds and hundreds of people um, all the time, right? Via LinkedIn and, you know, my connections, other people as well. And there is definitely a pattern that I notice, and that is being overly ambitious, which is fine. But I think the other part is being um, overly enthusiastic. So I've noticed people having this, um, I guess, rather habit and rather watch, especially if you're on social media a lot, you notice that a lot of people tend to share a lot of their um, achievements. So... If you go around seeing these sort of posts all the time, then it's very easy to have that dream for yourself. And that's a good thing, right? <laughs> I don't mean that as a bad thing. But um, having a dream and having a big goal without actually taking or rather planning any action steps to get there, then uh, there is a bit of a disconnect here. It's almost like you telling me, hey, Mayping, you know, I'm I'm going to reach the peak of Mount Everest. Okay, kudos to you, right? Big big dream, big goals. I like that. Um, but you don't care what 
tools you need. You don't know what kind of like prep work you need to do. You don't know what kind of exercises, what kind of physical condition you need to be in, what needs to be in your tool bag, how you're going to pack, right? Do you need Sherpas? Yada, yada, yada. So it's almost like, it's almost confusing to me because it's like I get the goal. And if you talk to some of these people, you notice that they will consistently tell me, Ping, I want this, Ping, I want that. Oh my God, it's not fair. Other people have this. How come I don't have this? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I completely get that. But the, the still confusing part to me is still, it's still the part what, what I mentioned earlier about when I ask them, okay, like, you know, but, but basically what have you done about it? Actually, they haven't done anything. So it's, it's super confusing and like a, there's a massive disconnect because from my point of view, it's very difficult to understand how you're actually going to get there. It's almost like saying, oh, I want to reach the top of like this, the staircase, but I don't, I don't want to take the first step because the first step is too hard. Okay. <laughs> so uh, like I said, that's kind of confusing. And if this is a situation you find yourself yourself in right now, then like I said, you know, the start of every single quarter is a perfect time for you to reflect on um, not just mindset, but really the attitude behind that mindset, like the attitude behind your behaviors of doing something or rather not doing something, uh, which also happens to a lot of corporate professionals who tell me that they want to end the year top performer. They want to get a good increment. They want to get a promotion. Great goals, like I said. But when I ask them what, had, what they have done, have they, have they indicated to their boss? Right? Do they, do, have they gotten any of their boss's feedback? They have no clue. So it doesn't work like that, guys. Like I can tell you that as a former business leader, former corporate leader, where I was also in charge of promotion, not just for my team, but also overseeing some of the promotions for the department. And um, you don't want to wait till last minute to get like advice and feedback because it's, it's definitely too late. So if you think that your final year performance review, that sit down with your boss or manager is going to be like the only time they're going to consider whether it's um, you're going to get promoted or not, that is not true. Your entire work performance is always reviewed the entire year. So for example, January to December, by October or even early November, I have a pretty clear idea on who I'm going to promote, who is who are some of the good performers. And between within the um, management and leadership team, we consistently discuss performance of our team members within our department as well. So that's something you just have to realize so that you're actually planning and achieving your goals or you are delivering whatever you have, you have promised to deliver at work. Every single quarter, if there are any skills that you feel that you're not good at, maybe you, you're really bad at communication. Maybe you are disorganized. Maybe you have poor presentation skills. Maybe you have um, you don't know how to build relationships. These are skills that you need to consistently build and you can give yourself sort of like three months or even six months goals to get that. Don't wait until the year end to then discover that, oh, you're not going to get a promotion because you are lacking in all these areas, which if, if you have done that skills gap assessment much earlier, you would have at least taken some steps to fix it and you could actually demonstrate progress to your boss. And that's always very exciting because we like people who are consistently improving because, you know, that's part of professional development. And it also shows a lot about you being proactive and taking charge of your career. And that's always a good thing as well. So like I said, every quarter, beginning of every quarter is the perfect time to reflect. And normally I also have sessions with my clients um, every month to improve their soft skills. But at the end of every quarter, we always do a bit of a reflection on 
how they have improved so that they can also track their progress and feel proud that they have taken action. So I think these are really important. And like uh, the second part really is about resetting. So after you have reflected right, for the past three months or maybe for the past nine months, right, for the beginning of like 2021 until now, then, okay, take a deep breath and reset. Because that is also one of my personal issues as well. Like I, I want to go towards my goals. And sometimes I feel like I am not resting enough or I'm rather not taking a break. And I think taking a break is, is super duper important. And I think a lot of people are actually not taking enough breaks. And I can share a very interesting um, poll with you. So um, if you haven't followed me on LinkedIn yet, make sure you follow me on LinkedIn um, at Mayping Lim. So I just want to share with you all that I ran a poll about two weeks ago. And the question is this, right? I asked, do you take a break when feeling exhausted at work? So there are only a couple of options. Number one is, yes, I go on paid leave, meaning that you take your annual leave, that your company is, is part of your contract, right? You go on annual leave. Um, second option is that, yep, but I only take a coffee or tea break. And number three is, nope, I hustle and deliver. Interestingly, let me tell, let me share with you the result of that survey. Um, 26% said that they will take the formal official paid annual leave, right? 26%. Interestingly, 59% have decided to only take a coffee and tea break, right? Just a really short break, then they can just go back and hustle on. Then about 12% say that they're just going to hustle on and deliver. And let me tell you that I completely resonate with all these. Like in the past, I was so stressed out and I'd rather not take the leave because I felt that things are just going to fall apart and, you know, it's not fair to my um, team members and everything. But I think gradually I realized that even taking the short breaks, like a coffee and tea break, that is just temporary because you're not really getting um, the real mental and physical rest that you need because some of us that we are really in really stressful jobs and I used to be in a very stressful job I used to work with like so many countries and I was also in the leadership position there were a lot of decision makings and meetings every single day so I think the lesson that I really learned from I think the many years um, in corporate is yes we want to give our 200% but but um, at the end of the day we are not superheroes right we're not a Marvel character. We are human and it's tiring. It's really tiring. And, you know, find find that balance and remember to focus on yourself because the more that you, the more that you are well, physically, mentally, emotionally sharp, that's how you can really add the most value because um, being a zombie at work is not going to help anybody. So I think that was really my lesson Um hustling, 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 hustling on for the past decade, like a crazy person, um, to then realize that, wow, I can't deal with this, or rather I can't deal with this sustainably, and really towards the later part of my career, really finding some areas where I could really um, rest. And at that point, there was like, no, I didn't feel any guilt whatsoever, because I felt that, hey, this is really important. If I don't get this break right now, I don't get this, I don't get to reset, re-strategize, and just like rest, that it's not going to be good for anybody. So yeah, with that, I managed to overcome uh, some of, I guess, the, the mental blocks of like feeling guilty and all those things. Um, I think that's really important as well. 
So that is the message for today's episode. Um, if you resonated with any of these things that I'm sharing, uh, definitely drop me a message on LinkedIn where I'm most active. I'm definitely interested to hear about your experiences as well. And with that, I will see you in the next episode. And in the meantime, remember to reflect, reset, and re-strategize. And please take some rest if you need. Cheers, and I'll see you next episode. Bye.